0: So welcome to Deep Thoughts, Science and Social Justice podcast. This is the 2021 Year in Review episode. Uh, I think I'm going to get into the habit of doing this every year with a group of folks to talk about the previous year and what happened. Um, So this is a podcast about the uh, stories, struggles, and triumphs of minorities in the sciences, arts, and public service. And on this episode, we're going to answer the overarching question Was 2021 better than 2022? It's hard to say. Uh, I think that 2021 was a net positive when you shake it all out, but there were a lot of weird things that went down, Um, but we are going to try to distill what happened in the sciences and technology and science policy, other achievements and other kinds of gossip. And on this episode, I have two good friends of mine, Dr. Amanda Acosta and Dr. Sarah Ackerman. Arthur Manikosa received her PhD in neurobiology from Wild Cornell and now is in biotech equity research. And Dr. Sarah Ackerman received her PhD in biomedical science at Rockefeller University and now is at the AAAS in Washington, DC. So these two brilliant folks, thank you for this 2021 year interview episode. I'm so happy you're here.
1: Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yes, thank you. Hi.
0: Yes. So um, just like a brief rundown, um, I think that 2021 was like a eh, somewhat positive year. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit ambivalent about it, but there's a lot of interesting stuff that happened. I'm a little surprised like it went by so quickly, you know, like
1: it went by very fast. It went by yeah.
0: really fast, like the whole January 6th thing, like we're about to come to the one year anniversary of that. And that's like I know. I can't believe it. Um, I still
1: remember walking out of a meeting with the head of, the, of my lab and re, like seeing the news and I just couldn't believe it. My life, I don't know. I was just going about my daily life and then this like national uh, national news was happening at the same time. It was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah I, was I, at the, a, I was at the, the, airport, the
1: airport. when The, when in the airport? airport? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: gosh.
2: Yeah. Um, I live about a half mile from the Capitol. That's true. How was
1: that for you that day?
2: Yeah. I mean, I was working from home. So I've been working from home since March, 2020. And uh, I had a colleague who I was like working with. And in the background, she had her TV on and so we could see it. And we were both like, huh. And I had about 25 missed calls on my phone. uh, So, but I, 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 my house was okay. You know, The, the world wasn't, but my, my house and my street were okay. So mm-hmm. it was a very strange day though for sure.
1: Dang. Was it a, just a lot of people like trying to check up on you making sure that you you
2: were okay? Yeah, cuz I yeah, I live so close. I can if I walk uh if you walk one street over, you can see the capital from where I live. Wow. So, yeah. But I, there. I my street was okay and there was, you know, and then for the inauguration, they had some um uh people around our area to just mm-hmm. make sure but everything was fine in my neighborhood, so that was good, um, but it definitely was a little alarming to see on the news something happening. So, so very close by. Yeah.
0: Wow. In the thick of it. So, uh, so if I'll
1: start- If you on the news reel, maybe you can see your house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> maybe.
0: Well, all right. To start this, h- how about this? You know, 2021 in one word, how would you describe it? For me, I would say confused. <laughs> Is my word to describe it? How would you describe it in one word?
2: I think hmm. improving. Really? You think so? <laughs> improving? I mean <laughs> from last year
1: before. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I guess uh my word um maybe I'll go for changes.
0: But and not so good changes. Yeah,
1: also very, very vague
0: changes. Well, speaking of changes, maybe we can discuss all the things that changed real quick. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rapid fire all the changes that went down this past year, starting with, uh, Britney Spears getting released from her conservatorship. I thought that was big news. Like oh, I'm that a was big exciting. fan. Listen, I'm a big fan of Britney Spears. So I put that right at the top. Um, so Britney Spears. Being released from her conservatorship, we had Daft Punk breaking up, unfortunately. Uh, I was really happy when the Snyder Cut for Justice League came out, uh, but also disappointed in that movie as a whole. Um, I was uh, I was also kind of happy that Kim and Kanye announced their divorce. I did not think he was right for her, in my opinion. And I was also kind of happy that Facebook went down for a while, uh, but also kind of suspicious of that because the time <laughs> was like kind of uh, convenient. Um, and, uh, but in other, uh, we had Jeff Bezos going to space. I think probably some of the most exciting things that happened this year were really like related to tech, tech and space exploration for me and like science overall. Cause we had like, have you all like heard of like the metaverse and NFTs and, and all that kind of jazz and like what, what the internet might look like in like 10 years, because that's been like a really exciting space that I've been trying to explore, as of late, in my cra- mm-hmm. in my crazy ass life, um, so
1: I've, I've heard a lot more I think about NFTs than I have about the metaverse. I think the metaverse is still a little bit of a unclear concept to me versus I actually think, well, I think I understand the NFTs to a degree. I'm not, you know, buying an NFT anytime soon, but I understand them more than the metaverse. The metaverse is still a little bit of an un- unclear thing to me.
0: Yeah, like, I think it it would be described as, like, I think it all started with, like, you know, tokenization of, like, digital assets, you know, where mm-hmm. it created, like, um what do you call it? Scarcity in, like, digital stuff, where now you can, like, have your avatar online and be wearing like a digital pair of Gucci sneakers. And it's actually like worth something and actually like a status symbol as opposed to like, I don't know, just downloading a picture of the sneakers off Google or something. But I mean this, this past year, like,
1: yeah, like, I I don't know.
0: Like we started this episode describing y'all backgrounds, but honestly, like I don't even know what I am anymore after this year. Cause like I, I went from like being in the sciences to, to like being on reality TV to being like in in science policy in the Senate now. And I'm just like, I use the word confusing cause like I'm genuinely confused. Like, what am I even doing this year? Because like, I thought we were getting better like in terms of Corona or whatever, but we kind of are, but kind of not. And then I'm like, okay, I'm moving forward in my career kind of yes, and then kind of sideways. So it's been really confusing overall, but I I don't know, like, It's been. It's also been really random as well. Like just randomly ending up on TV. Like, do do you all know the story about like how I ended up on 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 The Bachelorette?
1: I'd like to know it, and I would love to hear about this. Okay. (laughs) I want to. I want to quickly give a shout out to Sarah. Sarah was the first person that told me that you were gonna be on the Bachelorette party. She like message me and she was like did you see this article and just sent me an article that you were in the article and I was like oh my god this is so (laughs) So cool
2: but do you know how I found out that you were in that because I don't usually read those articles I was at a brunch with some other girlfriends and someone like pulled up that list and showed us someone that she knew on there and I was like oh interesting and like was looking at it and that was and then I just scrolled down a little bit like just casually on the phone and you were the next person on the list and I was like, I know this person, and they were like, No, no, that can't be right. And I'm like, No, no, I definitely know this person. <laughs> and sure enough, it had like a little bit of facts about you, and like I pulled up your picture, and I was like, I- I'm telling you, anyway. So then, obviously, I told everybody. So you know, so, right
0: you, so right. you, so you, and, so wait, who was the friend that that said they knew somebody from the cast? Like, who, uh, who was the sorry? who's the person on the cast that that she was referring to?
2: So he ended up not being on there. I forget his. Uh, he was number on that old list. He was like number seven and then he didn't actually end up on the show and she and was a, a roommate of a friend
1: <laughs> but
2: you did yeah so anyway so then obviously and then it turns out my house so I, I moved into a house um and so the the girls who live here really like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette otherwise I, I've almost never seen it um but anyway but like they, they have people over every Monday to watch um so wow. so all of a sudden I was really I was really engrossed
1: so it was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I will say a lot of people, because I would post on Instagram when you were on the show, and I would be like, yay, pardeep and like, whatever, I would tag you. And a lot of people would be like, do you actually know him? It's so cool that you actually know him. <laughs> but how did you end up on the show? Yes, I um, want to hear the yeah. whole story. Yeah, Did you have to go to like a casting call type of thing? Or like, did you meet someone who who is a producer? Like, how does that work?
0: Well, you know, since we're talking 2021 in review, this definitely counts. Uh, so basically, um, this was like, I don't know, um, maybe June, 20, 20, June 2021. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I was still up in the lab doing science and whatever. And, you know, like my birthday had like just passed. And so like, I'm like, oh, I'm 30 now. You know, let me let me let me see what's up out here and try to like, I don't know. Settle down or whatever. Um, so I so I ended up so I was on like I was on a dating app and I ended up matching with one of the casting people on a, on a dating app on my phone what? randomly randomly one day. Uh and uh and so it started out like pretty normal, like, oh hi, you know, you're pretty cute. Oh night, nice. cool, nice to know you. What do you do? Oh, you know, I'm in uh I'm in TV and production. Oh, that sounds interesting. Um then I noticed that this person wasn't based where I was based. I'm like, okay, so a date is like not going to happen. But uh, you know, add me on Instagram. It's nice to know you. But then she's like, oh, wait a second. You know, I'm casting for the show. You know, I after getting to know you, I think you should definitely apply. So it was kind of like a weird, like what? pseudo pseudo interview wow. for the show
2: for people on dating apps.
0: I I don't know. I don't know what these people do. They're they're but they're they're like they're like secret agents like just everywhere you know, on dating apps, coffee shops, like casually casting for ABC's biggest dating show.
1: Okay. You so know what I think it like maybe weird. might be a little bit, cause I think I've, I've been hearing this critique. Cause I, so I've been watching the bachelor and the bachelorette and like their spinoffs for like on and off for the past, like five years. Like, so, and one thing that I've noticed is that people who've been watching it for like 15 to 20 years or however long it's been on, make the comment. That's like, when the show started, they used to have a lot of people that were more like normal jobs, normal careers, normal trajectories, and did this for a moment. And then, you know, whatever, weren't like trying to necessarily like gain a following, which apparently in the past few years has happened a lot. Maybe this is their attempt to kind of like get people who are not just in it for the fame, like right in it for the right reasons, not to like- There (laughs) we go joke there but go. no really like maybe this is their attempt to try to find people who are one looking for love because you were on a dating app and two like are not are, are open to love and like not a, a career trajectory that would necessarily need that like fame component you know what I mean
0: you know I don't know I don't know because like I I was like kind of shook you know once because the thing is like when you're watch when you're like on the show like you're not really seeing everything that's going on and it's, it's not till the show comes out that you realize, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. And really behind the scenes, like they're an asshole. And so like you really see like how fake people can be uh, to your face. And it's not oh. till like after it comes out do you realize, oh man, they're full of shit. And so um, and so like you really don't know like who is there for, <laughs> for the fame and not for the fame because like everyone's just yeah. nice to, to your face. And so, like, you have to be very like astute and very careful. And, like, that's one thing. Like, coming from the sciences into reality TV, it's like, I you just you just ain't prepared for that because, like, mm-hmm. in the in science, like everyone's like enthusiastic and forthright and like willing to help or whatever, and just really smart and wants to like. You basically work for free in the sciences. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> you're in it and for so the love, right? For any right reason. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Or if your PI tells you what to do and stuff. <laughs> and so um and so here it's like oh i guess everyone here is like has is like a nice and kind or whatever but but the reality is like a lot of them just just like this is this is their shot like being on the show is like their shot and they're trying to make a career out of reality tv and it's like you can't make a career out of that man like it's reality tv like you're there for a hot second and you're out and so like i i knew that going in but a lot of these guys like when your career is like hinging on like screen time, right? you would like do anything to to get that. And like, unfortunately, like that's what a lot of these guys do. And to be honest, like it's real psychological pressure. It's like if, if there's one thing 2021 that I came to a reckoning with was definitely my mental health. Be, not only yeah. because of like COVID-19 or whatever. uh, And like just how overworked I've been like the past 18 months but like even just being in that environment it was a real like weird space it's a very weird space um it's hard to describe but just imagine like going to Disneyland and then like you know when you see Mickey Mouse it's like you know that person you know that's not really Mickey Mouse but then you go up to them and like you're in love with them and it's Mickey Mouse and like you really think they're Mickey Mouse even though and that's what like Disneyland does to you it just puts you it makes you into an uh, it puts you in like a play and you play along, it's like real, it really gets you. Like, I, I really thought that like, oh, you know, maybe I, I can avoid that feeling, but you you can't. And so um, mm. uh, it's it's really, and when you're there, like they take your phones or whatever, and that's like common knowledge. Um, So you really don't have access to the internet or anything like that. So when I got out, you know, that's when I got hit of all the news that's actually going on in the world, and found out that like the cast actually leaked and like, and I guess that's how y'all find out. And like <laughs> I and so I didn't have my phone for that period. But then once I got it back, it's just like my phone like it would kill itself just with notifications constantly. Um, <laughs> like the battery would just die from all the virus. And that's
1: like and that's like a whole other kind of pressure, like the the pressure of people always having access to you, I'm 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 assuming.
0: You have to like be yourself, like mm-hmm. at all times, because like you don't wanna like, maintain, like, a fake facade on TV or in pre- your private life or whatever, because it, it, it's almost like, I don't know, I heard this quote once, um, it's easier to wake up somebody who's sleeping than somebody who's, like, pretending to be asleep, where if someone's, like, pretending, you have to, like, shake them and shake them until they pretend to wake up, but if they're actually sleeping, they kind of just wake up right away, so it's like, you have to work really hard to maintain your natural, like, persona otherwise like you wouldn't it's hard to to like to not be yourself all the time so that's one thing like you have to be very comfortable with is like just being who you are and like so that it doesn't feel like work when you're falling in love or you're on tv or whatever um so that was so that was was pretty rough um but there's just a lot of things that went down like it's just a lot uh But, yeah. um, and you yeah. know what's
1: interesting about what you were saying is I feel like the common narrative, as someone who you know on and off watches reality TV, is like the common narrative tends to be, Oh, this person got like a bad edit as the villain, but they're actually a very nice person. And it's actually interesting to hear you talk about the opposite, where you feel like even being there on the show. You feel like people were still being fake to your face, and it was only behind the scenes when you saw it back when the show was airing that you realized this. It's, it's interesting how like there's so many different perspectives to one situation.
0: Yeah, it's it's more like um, it's it's like it's it's hard. It's just hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's almost like the more time you spend there, the more your real personality comes out. And so like any sort of like do that turned out to be a douche on the show. Like they've always been a douche. They just hit it early on until it mm-hmm. came out by itself, you know. And so that was that was interesting. That was interesting to see. And so um and so yeah, like that that that, that, that was wild. Um but Would you do uh, it
2: again if you or would you pursue would something Would you go to paradise? More? Yeah.
0: No comment. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. No comment. No comment. I know that's what you're supposed to say, but I, I, plead really, the fifth. I really I really want to
1: see you on Paradise. <laughs> I think it I would just be fifth. so fun to see <laughs> someone I know on the show. I plead,
0: plead the fifth on that one. Come on. To, <laughs> the first,
1: the first Indian American to get a rose, I got to at least invite you to Paradise. You know what I, I mean? I don't
0: know. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing.
1: (laughs) If I were a producer, I'm saying I would do it. But Uh, if you were
2: invited, would you say yes? Can you answer that
1: question?
0: This is a hypothetical question. Hypothetical. uh, You know, it's it's a hypothetical question and like a hypothetical answer don't mean nothing. And so for that reason, I plead the fifth. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right.
1: I would love that for you. That's all I'm saying. And also, I would love that for me, because then I can.
2: <laughs> oh, I was like, you want to be, be on Trash Time Paradise?
1: No, 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 no! I, <laughs> I want to do the thing that I did when he was on the show, where I recorded my TV with him on the screen, and then I can also make fun of you for saying things like, "My dopamine is on fire."
0: Oh no! Listen, like
1: that was hilarious. That was like the one takeaway my like friend group chat had from your intro?
0: Well, you know, it's more like a, that's like what three words out of seven words I spoke in my like five <laughs> seconds of screen time. So like, I guess that means something in that case. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> also, but then you got, you got a you got a neurotransmitter in there. That's
0: I got great. a neuro I got a neurotransmitter in there. I did. Yeah. I had to drop one. And you know, it's interesting, like, uh, you know, maybe it's interesting, like, how I've been kind of into science communication and stuff, like you know, for for the past couple of years, and trying to like, you know, correct misinformation in COVID, and like, uh, you know, make science easy and accessible for people who want to enter STEM. And then all of a sudden, I'm on the I'm on the biggest stage on network TV, doing that very same thing, talking about dopamine on the Bachelorette. Yeah. So it was interesting how it's like, oh, this is like actual. I'm like in a position to do some interesting science communication, like on mainstream TV, and so like that was cool because like after that, like I got I get questions from people like how do you how do you get into graduate school? You know I get questions like oh I have a I have a neuroscience exam coming up, can you help me? You know think of some interesting memory tools to remember what a neuron does and stuff, and so that was cool like to to see. People actually pique their interest in the sciences and and just mm-hmm. follow you because they want to keep up with science. And so, and so I've been trying to like think about like, you know, how can I be, you know, become like a tool for education in the sciences. And so like that's why the, the theme of this like 2021 review was like, what are some scientific achievements that went down this past year? Um, things like, um, I don't know, did you know? You know what I found out in doing research with this episode that really scared me? We almost got hit by an asteroid on December 11th. I
1: didn't like, know that. You, you me, told me that when, you like, I found it out from <laughs> your research for this let episode.
0: Me, let me tell you, like, so the James Webb Telescope would just launch recently, right? Which is a major achievement, right? 20 years, $10 billion for this thing. And, like, it's going to be positioned, Um, where is it? It's going to be positioned a million miles away from Earth. So it's not even, like, in orbit. It's going to be, like, out there, right? Mm-hmm. But that, that asteroid on December 11th, it was the size of the Eiffel Tower, and it and it passed 2.4 million miles from Earth. So, like, another 1.4 million miles from the telescope that asteroids swaying by, which is, like, freaking close. Uh, well, yeah, relatively speaking.
2: So, uh, so. <laughs> Relatively speaking. Yeah, no, it's and really so, wild. And I also was really interested in what you were saying about communication, because it's been, like, for the first time in my life, people – call and text me about like, Hey, what does my PCR result mean? And like, Hey, what is this? And it's like, I don't know. It's the first time people are watching science in real time. And it's been really interesting to like, just sort of like be asked questions that I just never thought the general public would like ask me about um, with coronavirus.
1: Yeah. I was doing a little bit of science communication on just on my Instagram account for, you know, my friends and whoever I've met over the past, you know, five years um, and it was really interesting hearing, like, the concerns that people had just by DMing me um, when I was, like, explaining, like, not even, like, what are the symptoms, like, how does a vaccine work? How, did the, how do these new mRNA-based vaccines work and why why does it work? And it, I don't know. I feel like 2020 and also 2021, by extension, has been such an interesting time for science communication because in, in no other – I mean, I don't want to say in no other, but – this is this particular time moment is a moment where science is impacting. I mean, science has always impacted everyone's lives, but people really care right now because it impacts their daily. Yeah. that impacts like their personal liberties. And maybe that's why they care more this year than any other year. I don't know.
2: Yeah. And scientists names are household names and like, yeah. I don't know. We're just suddenly so popular. It's shocking.
1: And even <laughs> things like, you know, one of the things I love the most, it's like, how Fauci has become a, what you said a household name, but even more than that, just like almost a pop culture icon in a way That's like wild. I, I was looking over some like 2021 and review type things and I still am laughing at when Olivia Rodrigo went to the White House to promote Getting your vaccine, I guess, for like Mm -hmm. the Gen Z demographic, (laughs) young people, a Uh. Gen Z icon. Actually, Time just announced her as an Entertainer of the Year, so I guess she is being recognized by more than one generation now. But um, she went to the White House, I think, uh, over the summer at some point, um, to promote young people getting or like Gen Zers getting vaccinated. And she had a she she uh, did a video. Uh, like a five-minute video clip with Fauci, where they were just going over tweets um, about from young people about whether or not they should get vaccinated, and it was cute things like if I, if, you, if Olivia Rodrigo says that I'm gonna get vaccinated, I'm gonna Rodrigo. But it was also things like the Fauci ouchie, and like Olivia Rodrigo had to explain why Fauci was someone's man crush Monday, <laughs> and like just cute things like that. But it's 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 you know that connection, I guess what I'm trying to say is that connection between someone who is a scientific, like, or the head of a scientific institution in the United States, now making contact with someone who is like a Gen Z pop icon to be able to bring science to to every household and to people's, like, feed and to have access to this, like, Gen Z community and bringing science to them directly.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's... <laughs>
1: A so, clash of worlds.
0: It's not yeah, only that, a like.
1: Clash of worlds, man.
0: You, you, it's it's not only that, like you get a lot of questions from people that you don't usually get, like about science when you're in a healthcare crisis, like how how does a vaccine work and what is an mm-hmm. mRNA vaccine specifically, or like mm-hmm. describing the structure of a virus or like giving. Uh, thoughts about the the epidemiology of viruses and and why it's important to you know how vaccines mutate we have mutations going on now and like these are things that we learn like in class and maybe would get like one or two questions about it but have now like become like these front of center questions for like lay lay, lay folks in in America and so like i i think that i don't know i've always felt like us as scientists, like, need to need to do a better job, like, communicating this stuff, because, like, a lot of the questions we would get are just, like, kind of. I don't mean to sound like like a jerk, but like they're kind of basic, you know, like, they, like what is a vi what is a virus and what is a vaccine, but in reality, like, we've been using vaccines for, like, what two hundred plus years, and so. so more...
1: Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well. Well, it's 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 more like you know I thought people knew this stuff, you know. And so, mm-hmm. like, even now, like, I'm up in the Senate now, and like, I would just pick up the phone for the office when people call in, like, literally just ra- ra- random people, like, normal people, calling in and like asking questions about vaccines to the to what is the health committee in New York State, and little do they know, like, they have an actual scientist picking up the phone, and so, and I'm answering their questions straight away, but it's like if I wasn't here, like, who would be answering this stuff? And so it's it's kind of like. I kind of wish that peop- that we did a better job to like disseminate this info. But, you know, then again, there's probably no end to the amount of, you know, disseminating we can do on this kind of stuff.
1: So is it a little bit of like, you've come to realize because the world has forced you to realize that we're lacking in some of the early on like scientific education for our society?
0: Yeah, is that I think kind so. Of, is that
1: kind of where your, your head is
0: at? I, I think so. I think so. Like a lot of this stuff is, you know, I I learned in like third grade, like mm-hmm. w- what is a virus and what is a vaccine and stuff. And like, I don't mean to sound like an ass saying that, but it's like, I thought I was like done it over with, with knowing what that is. And it, even and interestingly enough, like it's, it's kind of weird how like even science itself has become hypercritical of its own work. In an environment where everything you do is under a microscope, and like I, it's funny I say microscope like we use it all the time, but like everything in the sciences now is like really critiqued things that would otherwise be routine. Like for example, the J and J vaccine when it was approved, uh, it was then halted when a few, when some when some number of people had like some kind of halt heart condition after taking the vaccine. And then it was brought back afterwards. But the way I see it, and and you can like feel free to debate me on this, is like by the by the time that news happened, when the JNJ vaccine was halted and then brought back, 14 million people were already hit with that shot. And so, like I was taught, like in clinical trials, you know, clinical trials are very controlled. There's an X number of people, and once it's past clinical trials and it hits the population, like that's it. It's past FDA approval. And then once it hits the population, like that's the real test because you can't control for age and gender and pre-existing conditions or whatever. But the way I see it is like that's an end of 14 million for this shot and they, they still halted it anyway. So it's like even science is being really critical of itself for what is otherwise a really successful vaccine.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's an unprecedented situation. And so I think – you know, should, we could debate whether or not they should have halted it or, or you know, all, all of those sorts of things. But I think what can be said for 2020 and 2021 is it's all unprecedented and it's all new territory for people to figure out how to, and and science has been, is working at a rate that has, that it usually doesn't do, right? It's producing a vaccine in, in under a year. And that's a totally, that's totally unprecedented and and really exciting. Um, and I also I was thinking more about your science communication and I agree it'd be great to improve, you know, science communication so folks have a, a better uh, base understanding from education. But I also wish we would educate uh, scientists more on how to communicate back and, and how to be like in your case, a reference for, for you know, New York Senate or, or how to be a reference at your, at your position in order for them people to be able to tap into like real scientific information when they need it. And so that way the scientists are able to communicate back that as well.
0: Yeah. Um, so I thought that was like, so like once, just to sort of bring it back to the whole Bachelorette thing, like I thought, because <laughs> that's what it, everything comes back to the Bachelorette in one way or the other. But uh, it, it to bring it back to that, it's like to be on that stage and like as a scientist, like talking about that stuff was like, it was cool. It was cool because like, I hope that Someone out there would would now ask themselves the question: Can I do that? And can I do science? And what is science? And da da da. And if even one person like decides to go down the path of STEM after my five seconds on the show, um, that'll be great. And you know, speaking of my five seconds, like um, you know, I was really surprised, like you know, that overwhelming like positive response, you know, that I had from like the Bachelor Nation in general. Um, like the, what I've learned is like the, what I learned this year is like vaccination fans are like really freaking smart. Like they, they like, they can just look at you and just know this guy's a dick. And this guy's like a nice guy. And this guy is like, so, so, and they, oh, and they get it right. And it's so, it's so crazy how like they can just see a headshot of somebody and like what they do. And maybe like a brief interview of what they're about and just know right away, like this person is going to be great and this person isn't. And that was kind of a shock to me because it's like these folks, like they they go in, like they, they look into your background, they look to where you work, they look to where you went to school, they look to like where you live and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yo, it pays to be clean, son. Like it pays to like, <laughs> yo, it pays to be a clean person, you not know, have a record not have like you know this or that or an angry ex girlfriend or like an angry whatever in your life because like when you get on a stage like that like that shit will be exposed and so it pays like to just be a clean person um and so that's that that's like something I took away this year as well is like be clean because like when you if you ever do make it to a place like that like people will find out like about your past or about your 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 past relationships or whatever and that you know was like a mental health thing I had to come to a reckoning with was now like now I'm living out here and I have to be okay with that. And like I am okay with that because I have nothing to hide or anything. But like a lot of folks out there I'm sure you know wouldn't be able to handle that. So that I think that is part of the twenty twenty one reckoning with mental health, maybe.
1: I have a question. Have you ever yeah. gotten well, two questions. But first, um, have you gotten recognized on the like out and about on the street or no?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, especially in New York. Like this other day, I was, um, <laughs> I was just like uh, getting boba uh, in like in Midtown, and I am like chilling outside of the boba shop waiting for my boba, and like these random folks, like, it's weird. Like you kind of like feel like you are being watched in a way. Uh-huh. Where, like, you're just kind of standing there and no one's talking to you, but you can just feel eyes on you. And you mm-hmm. look around and, like, you know, I saw this one person, like, taking a video with their phone. And then, like, I saw the other person looking at that person be like, why is that person taking a video of this person? And then, like, this group of folk walk by and they're like, hey, are you so-and-so? I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? Nice to meet you. And then someone else sees you doing that. And then they start to get curious. Care- so it's, like, it's really, like, uh you you feel like you have eyes on you. And so, um, and so I definitely have, I mean, I'm cool with it. You know, it's nice meeting people. Uh, and I'm like a very open person. Like anybody who slides into my DMS, like, they know, I respond or whatever, but, uh, but it, it's, it's definitely something new. Like you, you, you're just out there and people will just recognize you. So, so I have, yeah, I have.
1: Yeah. That's a big change.
0: It's a huge change. Yeah. It's huge
1: going back to my describing word for 2021 changes
0: <laughs> Change. <laughs> there are changes there we go i mean 2021 like has been weird like i'm sure for everybody inclu- including you all so like we only have i know i know sarah has somewhere to be so to kind of wrap up like let's uh let's talk about like you know we know what happened with me in 2021 so so what happened with you like Are you both like still in the lab or like where did you leave your research? Where's your research at? Or like what is 2021? And this is the big question of the episode better than 2022 or not really.
2: (laughs) You want to go first, Mana?
1: Sure. I think my 2021 was definitely better than my 2022 or sorry, what did I say? I think my 2021 was definitely <laughs> better than my 2020. Sorry, I'm already thinking of 2022. I'm like ready for it. I'm ready for it. Um, 2021 is the year I graduated grad school. So I defended my um, doctoral thesis in July, which was a huge, Ooh. huge, huge Yay. accomplishment for me um so it's the year I I I got the PhD I got the the doctor in front of my name it's it's something I'm really really proud of really happy about um and grad school was hard so so being able to to kind of wrap that up nicely with like a good thesis defense and have the time to celebrate and take a few months off um and start a new job which I now love I'm now working in biotech equity research and I only just started maybe like three months ago, but I really, really like it so far. Um, so my 2021 word is changes, and I would add great changes, um, a big accomplishments. Um, so that was my 2021. I, I left the lab. I now work in an office. I was telling Sarah before we started recording, I, I've, I had been a pre-Omicron going into the office every single day. And it's funny. You like notice little things that are different from being in a lab to being in an office. Like one of the smallest things I noticed, and I'm sure, yeah, you guys are probably having these moments too, is like, I no longer feel feel guilty having coffee at my desk because it's not an environmental health and safety violation. <laughs> like that is just like a little tiny thing that I can have a beverage with me while I work and caffeinate while I work without worrying that it's like going to get contaminated by bacteria or you know, anything like that. <laughs> So, so it's, it's, I, I think I'm definitely, I'm, I'm a net positive in 2021, which I know is, is a big question we wanted to figure out for this episode. Uh, per, my personal life is a net positive for this year.
0: <laughs> well, can, can I add something to that office environment? Like, yeah. you also have like less physical activity being in yes. an office environment yes. because you're not running around the lab doing, doing stuff. Yes. You're like sitting down constantly.
1: That is true. (laughs) You know how I motivate that though? I I so I (laughs) So in my lab life, which now feels like like another life, it it honestly I've dissociated from it. It it feels like it's a completely different life from, from the one I have now. But in my lab life, I would live like a block and a half away from the lab, and then I would go to the lab and do the work, which was you know, more more activity. I'm walking around, I'm running an experiment, I'm getting the cells and I'm running to get a reagent for the cells and I'm walking around the lab. But what I do now is I live close enough to the office so that I can walk to the office. So I have like a good 25 minute walk in the morning and a 25 minute walk in the afternoon. And the bathroom is really far. Let me tell you guys, <laughs> every time I have to go to the bathroom, it's like at the other side of the office. So that is, that. those are my new act- like activities that my uh, step tracker tracks for me now. <laughs>
2: That's so great. Hey, <laughs> um,
1: Kara. <Thanks>,
2: <laughs> what? No, it is good. I don't know. No, I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. I don't walk. I
2: still work from home. I've been working from home since March 2020. So that's I've, true. Wow. My so activity
1: tracker is not counting any activity. You know, well, I actually got this activity tracker February 2020. So I got like a month on it, and then it was like lockdown. <laughs>
2: Oh my yeah. yeah, well, February 2020 is when I moved to, Wa- I I finished at Rockefeller in January, and then I moved February like 3rd to Washington, D.C. So I was here for five weeks before the pandemic started. Um, and yeah, so I worked at, at one job for five weeks in person, and then I went home, and then I never went back to that job. And then I switched to a different job, and I never went to the office. I onboarded completely virtually, and I've still only been once, and that was to pick up a laptop. So I obviously work every day, but I, <laughs> I, I've never been. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. So that made 2020, it was difficult to move to a new place and, and suddenly like have everyone you know be in New York where the pandemic was the worst and, and then also switching jobs and trying new things. I switched out of science completely. And so it's still like science thinking, but it's no longer any kind of bench work. So it was totally new as uh, so it definitely, uh, so 2020. So 2021 on that scale is definitely uh, doing better. And then, and then, yeah, my, my first ever first author publication was published, I think it was January or February of 2021. So that was, thank you. What's
0: the title and what's the journal?
2: (laughs) What's my journal? What's my title? Yeah. um, It's a long title, but it's about uh, obesity and breast cancer research. And it looks at creatine and its role in the microenvironment of, of breast tumors. Um, And the journal was cell metabolism. So it was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but it was wild. It was a like year after I left lab that it got published. But that's you know how how it goes.
1: Yeah, I might have um, a paper. Oh yeah, it's really good one. to have
2: that. What? Sorry.
1: Oh no, I was just gonna say I think that's like a normal part of like working in science. It's because science is the kind of kind of thing you can always ask more questions of. It's very common to leave the lab with part of a project or you know some portion of the project either comp- either done or not done or whatever. And it's kind of up to the other people in the lab to to help wrap it up. And, and I'm going to be similar to you. It won't be, I don't think it'll be a, like, I think someone else will end up being first author on it, but I left a project kind of like two figures in and maybe someone mm-hmm. else will pick it up and add the, the the second half of that paper and it'll come out at some point, hopefully in the next yeah. year.
2: I, I actually just got an paper. email
1: notification that they're presenting a poster for it at some point oh. next year, so they're they're working on it, and it's now out of my hands and in someone else's hands. But that's kind of just the nature of science. Like people are constantly asking more questions and and trying to figure out new things about different the different topics that they're working on.
2: Yeah, I got a LinkedIn message from someone from 10 years ago recently asking me about – and they just published a paper on something I worked on 10 years ago. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, you never know. It's, yeah. So anyway, that's what – so science is usually so, you know, so much slower and then to see it so fast with coronavirus is really interesting. Um but no i I also think that generally twenty twenty has been a net positive. I've gotten much better at my job and uh, really have started to learn more about d c and get get used to living here. Um, and I got to actually go on you know some trips i I went scuba diving in Honduras, which was really fun. Um, so yeah, so overall net net again, I say improving compared to twenty twenty though not great yet, you know <laughs> improving. Yeah.
1: I got well, my scuba license. You did? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I did that during the few months I had off in between grad school and starting my new job. So we need to plan a scuba trip. Okay, that sounds great, <laughs> Party. If you want to learn to scuba, uh,
0: listen. I'm gonna be chilling like on the beach side. I'll <laughs> okay. Enjoy that. I'm just gonna be uh, tanning and chilling and hanging out. We'll
2: come crash Bachelor in Paradise, and we'll scuba dive, yes!
1: and then we'll watch you from. <laughs> you know, y- 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 I love that idea.
0: <laughs> If you knew how to, like, real scuba dive, like a Navy SEAL, you could probably just, like, sneak onto the beach, like, real sneaky-like at night. That's true. And just hijack the show. Let's
1: do that. And then that sounds fun because then we'll get to, like, party with them for one night but then not have the fame that I don't want. No fame.
0: Just just the drama. Just the drama. Just, just you know, just, keeping an eye on
1: the drama. Get well. What is it? Get well to so serve me some drinks. <laughs>
2: My, someone told me that they only air condition the, like, bar. Like, the rest of it is, like, too I, hot.
0: I have no idea. Actually, the less I know, the better. I'm going to try to stay as, <laughs> as fresh and unknown as possible because, uh, you know, I don't want to be, like, a certain person on the cast who prepared, prepared every single thing
2: that's
0: true yeah. uh, so i'm just gonna I go in that happened. i'm just i'm just gonna go in raw and like not knowing anything <laughs> to be honest uh that's, and that's really the best that's way to fair. go like that's how you get the raw true emotions anyways like through surprise and, and uh and unexpected stuff so you know speaking of unexpected i mean maybe 2022 will be the unexpected surprise where we finally get out of this mess but i will say that improving changes and confusing I would say succinctly describe 2021. Uh, so we're on some kind of road, not not sure where we're going. We're on our way out of whatever this whatever's going on. And so, like, I don't know where I'm gonna go. I don't even know what I am anymore. If I'm a scientist, if I'm a reality TV person, or if I'm like a science policy person. But I'll figure it out. And uh, and and that's it for 2021. It's a wrap. So, uh, yay. <laughs> um. So I'm staying home for the celebrations. I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying put until Omnicron is Omnigone. and I got my PlayStation and I'm set. So I'm good. Nice. Um, <laughs> so with that, uh, Sarah Amanda, you know, I'm so glad we went over this year <laughs> together. It's been wild, uh, but you know, it's going to get crazier. I promise you that. At least for me, anyway. Um, so yeah, thanks this for was great. Thanks for the yeah. invite. Oh, was yes,
1: fun. Yeah, let's nice do it. To to let's
0: do it again sometime
1: yeah
0: okay I'm great down. yes this is a lot of fun thank you for listening to this episode of deep Thoughts science social justice the 2021 year in review episode if you love what I do Follow the podcast on deep underscore thoughts underscore podcast on Instagram. DM me if you have any ideas. I'm very open to DMs. I love to respond to them. I love interacting with you. Also, check out the Patreon. I mean, this podcast is people-powered. It's going to run by you and only you, and every penny counts. And if I'm going to achieve the goals of really pushing this podcast to the next level, I'm going to need your support. So check out the Patreon. DM me if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer them. More episodes coming through the pipeline. Happy New Year 2022. Here we come.